0: What's up, guys? Rick here with your tournament preview and first look for this week's Zurich Classic. This is a unique event because it is a team event, but it hasn't always been that way. And of course, we did not get this event in 2020, and we've probably never had a fantasy contest for the Zurich Classic. That looks like it's going to change this week. So there's just a lot to talk about. I wanted to take the opportunity to kind of break down as much as I could here in just a few minutes. And of course, there's going to be plenty of content coming the rest of the way in the form of DFS previews, betting, and one and done, and uh, all the other good stuff that you get on a weekly basis. So Let's talk about this one. It's the Zurich Classic. This is an event that dates back to 1938, and it's been held every single year since 1958, and it's had a variety of names. Uh, my favorite, the Greater New Orleans Open Invitational. That was the name it had from 1958 to 1971. How can it be both an Open and an Invitational? That's, that's not something that we get on a regular basis, so that made me chuckle when I came across that. And, and the big thing about this week, is the format because in twenty seventeen this turns into a team event. So more on that in just a second. Obviously, that's gonna have huge implications. As I mentioned, there was not an event in 2020. This was the one, one of the events that we lost uh, due to the COVID shutdown. But 2019, again, team event, was won by John Rahm and Ryan Palmer. The year before that, Billy Horschel and Scott Piercy were victorious. Billy Horschel, actually the only guy who has won this event in both the team format and and the individual format. He won by himself in 2013, and then our our third set of past champions is Jonas Blixt and Cameron Smith. They won this in 2017. If you want the last couple of individual winners, those were Brian Stewart and Justin Rose in 2016 and 2015. The prize purse, or the winner's share, is going to be about 1.05 million dollars for each golfer both golfers get an official win they both get the fedex cup points they both get the money they both get a two-year exemption they both get the invite to the players in the tournament of champions so um the the prizes for this event pretty generous considering you're doing it as a team and both guys reap the benefits the course TPC Louisiana has played host to this event every year since 2006 excuse me I should say since 2007 it also hosted in 2005 2006 was the only year that TPC Louisiana did not play host because of uh, the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina they moved it for a year and then moved it back it is a Pete Dye design it's that time of year a lot of Pete Dye courses it's a par 72 it's going to play about 7400 yards and this actually went through a fairly significant multi-million dollar renovation in 2019 after that event so we've not seen these renovations in tournament conditions yet they changed the strain of bermuda in the greens i don't think that's going to play much of a factor when you're trying to handicap this uh they did update some of the bunkers and they tried to of course improve the drainage when you're down in kind of that wetlands area drainage is always going to be key and speaking of which the wetlands. This this course kind of goes through a, a, a lot of the lowland area. There's lots of water, uh, lots of bunkers. In fact, there are five ponds that are going to come into play around here and over 100 bunkers on the course. So uh, if you're not in the fairway, if you're not on the greens, you're going to be playing out of some trouble potentially, which is always a lot of fun to watch. Now let's talk the field and the format here. Um, so we've got 80 teams Of golfers. That means we have 160 golfers in this field. The cut after two rounds will be the top 35 and ties. And while we have some interesting, some really good teams, uh, we also have some surprising unique ones. Scott Piercy and Akshay Batia. How did these two get together on a team? I would love to know that backstory, but we are going to get uh defending, technically defending champions, John Rom and Ryan Palmer. They're going to play together. Colin Morikawa will play with Matthew Wolf, Danny Willett and Terrell Hatton will play together. Then you get guys like Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantlay, Justin Rose and Henrik Stenson, Billy Horschel going to try to win it again, this time with Sam Burns, uh, a couple of bombers, Tony Finau, Cameron Champ, uh, uh, Bubba Watson and Scotty Scheffler. I mean, this is just... I could go on and on. There are a lot of really fun, really cool groups uh, around the Zurich Classic this week. And they're going to be playing a specific format. So rounds one and three... That's four ball. That's where everyone plays their own ball, and the and uh, the team takes the best score. So let's take John Rahm and Ryan Palmer here as an example. They're each going to play their their ball throughout the entirety of rounds one and round four. If John Rahm makes a three and Ryan Palmer makes a four on a hole, they're using John Rahm's three. So you're going to see some pretty low scores uh, on days two and four, rounds two and four. They're playing foursomes. That is alternate shot. That means player A tees off. Player B hits the second shot. Player A hits the third shot. Player B hits the fourth. So on and so forth. Um, One golfer will tee off on all the even number holes, and the other golfer will tee off on all the odd number holes. So those are the formats. They're going to alternate that. Throughout this event, it is going to create uh, potentially some really, really low scoring, uh, especially for some of the streakier guys, who, which I'll mention here in a second. I, I did run at RickRunGood.com, as I usually do. I run the key stats model for this week, and no... This, it includes both um, the individual format and the team format. And while there's not a lot of strongly correlated uh, stats, none of them were above average when comparing to other courses on the PGA Tour. Driving accuracy and strokes gained putting did come up, which makes sense. You got to be in the fairway because there is trouble lurking out there. And you also have got to get hot with the putter. And that's really what I think is going to be the key stat. I think there's two things this week. There is complementary skills and the ability to get hot. That those are the types of teams you are looking for. So complementary skills, you know, Tony Finau and Cameron Champ. Is that a great team? Maybe not. You know, they're both bombers. Maybe they can figure it out. But uh, you want, I, ideally, I think guys that uh, you know, maybe one guy is a great ball striker and the other one is a really great putter. We've seen this at times in Ryder Cups, at Presidents Cups, uh, that work out very well. Guys that end up making a complete player not two guys that have the same strengths and the same weaknesses also embrace volatility Uh, you want you want these hot golfers so when you're playing best ball if you make four birdies in a row and then four quads in a row, uh, that doesn't really matter because your team's probably just going to take the four quad or the four birdies in a row, right? And that's going to be great. And the quads don't matter because your partner probably saved you in those situations, made better than a quad, maybe makes a par. So it's okay to get these really streaky, really hot, really volatile golfers. You look at the list of names. I mean, I, I guess Rahm and Palmer they were the favorites when they won this event. But would we have would we have thought Jonas Blix and Cameron Smith was going to win this in 2017? Would we have thought Billy Horschel and Scott Piercy were going to win it in 2018? I'm not sure. So I I think you really have to embrace this. We have seen at times that team play can be incredibly volatile, and it makes for a lot of fun. It makes for big names that actually end up missing the cut. So keep that in mind as well. Okay, I hope that helps lay a foundation for what we're going to expect this week down in the New Orleans area. It's actually in Avondale, uh, but it should be a ton of fun. It's going to be interesting. We have a new kind of format for DraftKings. More on that coming later in the week. But uh, for now, best of luck, and I'll talk to you guys soon.